This is Bria Barthelt for Hudson Mohawk Magazine. These are hard times for many people. One of the major organizations in the area that provides services for people in need is Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Albany. So I want to talk today with Sister Betsy Van Dusen of Catholic Charities and find out sort of what they're about, what they do, how people can contact them. So Sister Betsy, I've talked to you in the past at one of the food drives. Welcome back to Hudson yes, Mohawk thank you. Magazine. Thank you, Bria. It's so great to be back. I was spending time in uh, parking lots before my becoming chief executive officer of Catholic Charities. And it's uh, it's such a privilege to sit in a different seat, but be able to be so involved in the work that's happening. For us, it's 14 counties. We cover 10,000 square miles. Um, 14 counties and 10 thousand square miles correct you don't get to sit in that seat very often do you (laughs) no indeed not too much and that's the important part really is to be able to be out supporting our team all over the the diocese we have 85 programs um, all different kinds of programs Um, here in the capital region we have care coordination services which works with folks who have substance use disorder issues we have community maternity services, with which works with pregnant and parenting teens. We have our housing office, so we have a number of single room occupancy residences and apartments that are at market rate and below. We have our tri-county services, which operates five food pantries, two soup kitchens, the VITA tax program, which is just starting up now. So if you or someone you know has to file taxes, oh, wait, that's most people, right? And if you make $60,000 <laughs> or less, you are eligible to have your taxes done by the VITA program. You can call our office number, 518-453-6650, and they can connect you to how to apply to get an appointment to have your taxes done. That number is just for the tax program, or is that the general number? That's our general number. So if you have an issue or question with Catholic Charities, that's the perfect number to call. And Sue Ellen Kofer, who's our receptionist, will get you to the right place. Now, I've heard some people say in the past, not recently, they're reluctant to go to Catholic Charities. They don't want to be pressured to to, to convert. They don't want to be pressured to go to services. Is any of that still an issue? Um, never, and it's never been an issue. So we, um, we're we called Catholic Charities because we're part of a network all across the country. There's 168 dioceses and there's 168 Catholic Charities across the country. We're Catholic. Nobody else needs to be Catholic. <laughs> Our staff is not all Catholic. Our staff comes from all faith traditions and no faith traditions. And anybody who walks in the door is never asked, what do you believe? What don't you believe? None of those things are part of the work that we do. We do believe in people, though, and in their goodness and in their ability when they come to get assistance with our, we believe in the goodness of our staff and our donors and our volunteers and our boards. So our believing in people is why we do what we do. We just happen to be connected to the Catholic community in a, in a, in a bigger way, which is just, just the structure thing. So you don't get funding through the diocese itself? We do not, actually. We used to be part of the Bishop's Appeal, and we are no longer. So it's a freestanding 501c3. Absolutely. So if the diocese follows through with its uh, proposed bankruptcy, that doesn't affect you at all? 
Please, God, it does not. Great. Now, with all of those programs going on, you probably are seeing firsthand the rise in need. Tell us something about like where things stand at this point in the community as a whole. Certainly. So we work with little ones at Sunnyside Child Development Center, and we work with seniors in many um, parts of the diocese in Schenectady and Otsego and um, Columbia counties. And we are seeing even with seniors, with little kids, with parents, with single people, married people, um, food is a huge issue. Typically, food pantries are one time a month. And what we're seeing is people needing to return because they simply cannot make ends meet. I know that in my early, early in my career, when I was working in a food pantry, the idea was that a food pantry would get you by the last few days of the month. And at this point, most people, as we calculate it, we figure that food stamps take most people, most families about 16 days. And then you can go to a food pantry, which would get you food for three to five days. And by my math, that only gets you to day 21. And so that's a lot about why people are struggling is that we simply, the systems are not situated for, for people to be able to make it in that way. And we find so many people who are employed, whether full-time, part-time, both husband and wife are working full-time, they simply can't make ends meet. And so some of our pantries are open in evening hours and at off times so that people who are employed can come into the food pantries to be able to get assistance. It's, um, it's very challenging. And, and as I said, I was before we started, I was in conversation with the regional food bank to say, we need to work together to, to see if we can't find better ways to get more food out to people. We need some additional assistance for people um, because there, there really isn't enough. And in this country to have people go be hungry just is, doesn't make sense. And so how do we together as a broader community come together and say, yes, we need to have earned income tax credit. We need to have child tax credits. We need to have food stamps that really catch up with the the cost of living and be able to help people make it. I read someplace that something like 20 or 25% of the American population is food insecure. Yes. And what food insecure means is that they don't know today if they can put three meals of meals on the table. That's really what that means is that I'm not sure where my next meal is going to come from. And imagine having to do that every day. Imagine like opening your cupboard and not having anything there and then wondering, am I going to get to eat today? And for your children, am I going to be able to feed my children today? And I think it ties to it's sort of a bigger, to me, it's a, it's part of a bigger cycle. And the cycle really is desperate people do desperate things. Obviously I'm not a mom, but I can imagine if I were a mom, I would probably do almost anything I needed to, to be able to feed my children. And I think sometimes some of what we see is some of that is people just trying to figure out how to do what they can to take care of their kids. We're at a place in our world that people don't feel like there are resources available to them that they, they have to make choices that they would probably consider not good choices. Speaking of kids, you had mentioned in passing Sunnyside Child Development Center, right in North Central Troy, and they have an important anniversary coming up. So they let's do. shift gears a little bit and hear about that. Yes. So Sunnyside has been on a hill up um, up on the hill in North Central Troy. 2025 will be their 100th anniversary. They have taken care of children on that location all of those years. It was originally started with a religious order. And then over the years, it became part of Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Albany. 
part of our Tri-County Services Agency. So we have a daycare center there. So we take care of children from six months to five years. And then we have an after-school program, uh, about 40 kids right now with a waiting list. And then we have a summer program. And the great part about the summer program is there's a swimming pool there. There's not a lot of um, those kind of things. There's not another pool. And so we have about 80 kids in our summer program. And they are there all day and they come and they have, they work in groups and they do reading time and they do activities and they play and they run and they, their kids are really able to be kids. And as you know, living in a tough neighborhood and um, in a world that's very, when you turn on the television, it's lots of violent things to be able to have a place, a very special oasis where kids can be kids and they get to play basketball and play dodgeball and things that kids love to do and just run, 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 run. How can people help? Think good thoughts for the little kids in North Central Troy. If you'd like to make a donation, we'd be so happy to do that because one of the truths is, is that funding is always a struggle for programs. We can't um, hire staff at the rate at which we get reimbursed. We love to have groups come out in the summer um, also in the spring to help get the campus ready. To, we have a group of people that would love to come out and rake leaves or cut lawns or trim things or paint. And you mentioned a board of directors so people can volunteer in that way. Each of the programs, it sounds like, can always use volunteers. Where to go for more information, whether you need services or can volunteer to help with services? Our website is www.ccrcda.org. A pop quiz in the last moment. What are the 14 counties? I can do it. Herkimer, Fulton, Montgomery, Delaware, Otsego, Schoharie, Columbia, Green, Saratoga, Warren, Washington, Rensselaer, Schenectady, and Albany. I'm very <laughs> impressed. Thank you so much. This is, uh, again, Sister Betsy Van Dusen, CEO of the Catholic Charities for the Albany Diocese. Sister Betsy, thanks so much. Thank you, Brie. And this is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine.